Oh my God, no, we're not. <laughs> Why not? No, we're not. No. No ASMR, thanks. I saw that. The voice. Isn't it cool? Yeah, the boys tell you that I hit a butterfly the other day. They did tell me that. Oh, so sad. It looks cool. It made my soul cry. What up, punches? How are you, friend? Yeah. What up, punches? With some Ronald McDonald. (laughs) With some creepy, creepy Ronald McDonald there. Yeah, I know. That's cool. I'm gonna be an idiot. I'm literally gonna pull all the freaking skittles out. Yeah. Wow. The chewing is so bad. The face is so much. No, it's the chewing that bothers me. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to give everybody a couple minutes. Me. Oh, and like an next time, Mom. Don't mind us, we're eating a bunch of candy. Mm-hmm. Getting all hyped up. So I gotta tell you. You gotta tell me. <clears throat> I think our friends at the building mm-hmm. are very aware that it's haunted house time. Why have they already been being so much more active? Do you remember you and I looking what up, Ron? Looking for the marketing tickets? Mm-hmm. And they weren't up front. And we were in the back, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were here. So, guess what's in, what was in a pile up in the front corner at the front of the building? Really, right now? When I got ready to leave. I'd be triggered. I'd be like, I was like, really? yo, where did those come from? Wait, where were they? Like, sitting, like, in the corner corner? Uh-huh. You looked right in that corner. She moved them. Uh, what? In the little box. In the little cubby. Yeah. She moved the, the marketing tickets. Did you move those from South First Springs Fest? Remember the marketing tickets that we were doing? Right, you weren't even with us. No. She has no idea what you're talking about. She the only knew the stuff that the she moved from Filter Springs. The only thing I knew about was the stuff that was sitting on our table here that we took. And I put, no, it, on the, no, I yeah. put it on the shelving unit. In the front corner. Yeah, but there was no marketing tickets in that, was there? Yeah, there were. Yeah, well, when we looked, there was, there was no tickets there. there. Like, it just had the small first We walked in the building. There was no marketing tickets there. What up, Harry? How are you, Fred? Hopefully everybody's doing great tonight. Uh, I think our goal tonight would be to start with some paranormal experiences, which we're already kind of talking about. So the building is definitely alive right now. Uh, Getting excited. Am I excited? Yes. No, I'm, is, it's getting excited. Yeah, the building is definitely alive. Um, so first, we should talk about the bruise on my wrist. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wasn't even there that night, and you were uh, like, look at my wrist. Oh, it's bruised. So on my wrist, I have a perfectly round thumbprint bruise yeah. in the center of my wrist. So for those of you who are, who are just, you know, who who don't tune into the show. I think Harry is the only one that I know of that isn't a frequent to the show. Um, uh, we are responsible for a building here in our small village. Um, 
keep looking. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing. Pay attention to your show. I am. Um, is is this the same Harry that I always talk to? This is Jimmy from the I'm Not Sorry podcast. Actually, let's rewind. Let's start over. Because I just came from the building, and it is definitely uh, very active today. And it just leaves me in like a wired state when I know that the building is active. Yeah, um, I know. You're always wired for sound when you leave the building. You're like... Ugh. Well, I'm, right now I'm wired for sound mostly because I'm so focused on the next things that need to be done at the building. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this is Tater. Hi. Uh, he is my uh, 16, almost 16-year-old 16 son. Yeah. This is Jimmy from the I'm Not Sorry podcast. Um, we know who you are. Oh, well, somebody might not know. Um... Uh, so we, uh, do this podcast to give people an opportunity to talk about, uh, paranormal experiences. Shut up, Rom. Jeez. Um, paranormal experiences, uh, spiritual stories, anything that is, um, Jimmy is, I'm not sorry. That is correct. Yeah. No, Jimmy is not is sorry, not sorry, but I'm definitely the one of the voice talents for the I'm Not Sorry podcast. Yeah. I just stumbled. Sure. Sure you did. Sure. Um, so uh, we do this podcast specifically for... Four days to tell that read. Oh, I did you see that news? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, really? That's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, so this podcast is basically a safe space for you to come in, tell uh, any experiences that you may have ever had with something that is paranormal, something you've never, that you can't explain, that's uncomfortable to talk about. Every time you tell a story, people give you a funny look. We we're definitely all them. about hearing your uh, paranormal experiences. Welcome, Terry. Um, so the show is usually broken up into two parts. <clears throat> the first Depending on how we're going. Right. The first half of the show is definitely all about your paranormal experiences, you sharing your stories with us. And we share some of ours. Letting us be do. part of your experience. Yep. And then... And second part. The second half of the show... If we do it. If we get we there. Interest. Is usually... Uh, Jimmy doing oracle card readings. I'm just joking. <laughs> What's that? For five dollars. Five dollars a piece. I'm just, I'm just joking. Penny dreadful. That's a good show. So, um, you know we got to get back into watching again. Sabrina. Oh yeah, we got to get through that. They're on their third season, I think. Yeah. I haven't seen commercials. I'm like, I gotta catch up. We gotta get crushed through that then. Um. The Tater and I are both Halloween junkies. Yes. Like, uh, we've already been to Spirit, like, three or four times. Yeah, a lot of times. A lot. And a we lot actually just spent, um, what, $270 at Spirit? No. It was cheaper than that, I thought. $246 plus tax. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> For a normal haul to Spirit, that ain't bad. 
That ain't bad. That ain't bad. By the way, did you realize that that clown that's like this has like threads coming out of his hand? Yeah. I'm not a fan. No. No, I'm assuming that's why he was 50% off. Yeah, I'm going to assume so. Maybe. It's okay, though. We still got him for 50% off. He was like originally 50 bucks. We got him for 25 and ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. We shop for our deal. That's all right. We can just use a little torch and melt them. <laughs> right. No worries. Just cut them off. Well, see, snip, you cut snip. them off, then the thread kind of yeah. unwraps. Comes, a bit. No Comes again. Um, so, uh, the Tater and I uh, have some level of responsibility for a small building here in our hometown of Phelps. Um, the building itself is very, very, very paranormally active. Yeah. Um, we've had two ghost hunt crews come in. Uh, well, the same one. groups come in twice. It's just they come in two different times. Both times, it has been very, very active, active for them. them. And they like their, they love our building. They um, really enjoy it. Whenever they come there, they really enjoy it. So the last time they were being a, the uh, spirit. What's up, spirit? What's up, spirit? Um, he did so, not want to come say hello. If Last you time. join me on uh, Friday's sorry. podcast, Friday's podcast, welcome Aaron. We did basically three hours of Oracle card reads. Wait, you were up for three? Yeah, man. It was a lot of reads. Sorry, I was up. You were sleeping. sleeping. Yeah, watching yeah. some Simpsons probably. Everybody pretty much got a reading. Um, everybody came in. Uh, Spirit actually did some reads for us. That's um, good. He's always he always is amazing. Oh, oh, oh! You score brownie points. You get breakfast in the morning. Good. You can eat. <laughs> Tater's pretty awesome too. Yeah. Uh, the spirits in our building definitely like uh, to mess with like me. to mess with him. Is that um, just indicating that that I could be just like you and almost like uh, maybe? Probably. Maybe because no one else really has gotten anything to do so, with the spirits except me and you, and maybe the other time. So at the building tonight, um, behind us while we were standing up on the stage, mm-hmm. we were talking about our game plan for tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and the the foam wall mm-hmm. something kept knocking on the foam wall next to Tasha. How many next knocks was it? Just one. Hmm. It was really cool. I wonder if it's like, where's Nate? <laughs> well, I think it was trying to get a reaction out of Tasha, um, but she wasn't. Re- I don't think she like it clicked for her that there shouldn't be that noise behind right. her for no reason. So she's a good egg. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so the building is very active. The ghosts do. The spirits do enjoy messing with they the tater. Uh, mostly because he does a jump every single time yes. one of them interacts with him. Yes. <laughs> or sometimes I'll baby out and be like, I can feel you back here. I'm just going to go the other way. I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> and he, the basement is probably his kryptonite. Uh, I don't like that. It, the basement uh, will tell you if you're okay. welcome or not. It, it definitely lets you know if it wants you to come down there or not. not I only a, went down there not, once. Not once. in a Pennywise down in the basement thing. Come on down. <laughs> down. We want to play with you. No. Uh, not in that way, no. but it, it it definitely has a, if it doesn't want you to go in the like, basement, 
it, it definitely has a feeling. Like, right. you definitely feel unwelcome. Like, if you ever walk into a room... And, and you feel like there's something else is there. And you feel like something else is in the room, and you actually feel like it's uncomfortable to stand there because it's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. and That's the feeling that's in the yeah. basement. Usually like most the of the other time. the other night, one of our actors that didn't know about the ghost or, or was just barely knowing about it was just, like, walked down the basement, and she's like, it feels weird down there. It feels yeah. like it's heavy. And we're like, okay, so we're not the only ones. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, so it's not a frequent to the basement thing, which is all right. Uh, welcome, Tom W. Thanks for joining welcome. us. We appreciate you. If you ever walk into a space and the air feels heavy, uh, I just know that means. I don't know. I mean, honestly, and I guess spirit would weigh in on this as well. Um, it could be that you are naturally sensitive and you could be walking um, into a space that's already has a spiritual charge to it. Yeah. Um, it could be residual energy from something else. Um, oppressive energy feels like you are unwelcome. Yeah, just like the other night, I was walking to the back when you asked me to go get a staple gun. I'm like, it feels different back here. I'm not even like sensitive at all. I'm like, I feel like that this. you're aware of. Yeah, that I'm aware <laughs> of. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, like the energy of your ex-wife, right? <laughs> Except that I think your ex-wife uh, is still alive, unless you're telling me you have a, you know, a cooler in the basement. Hmm. <laughs> FBI, open up! <laughs> uh, um. <clears throat> well, oh, wasn't I reading an article, PL, about... When we were taking our drive tonight, okay. uh, as of July, uh, there. Speaking of the, you know, wife in the basement, in Arizona, there's a man who's on charges. Uh, his house was raided, and they found multiple bodies of body parts. <gasps> some of them sewn together and hung on walls. Ew. Yeah, he's finally um, uh, being arraigned for. The death of multiple people and That's chopping so... them up and sewing them into new people. That's so weird. Like, yeah, it's a little Buffalo Bill action. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's that's just giving you, like, the ugh factor. Not the, oh, that's scary. It's the, the gore and ugh factor. And then uh, what Tater was referring to when we first started the show about uh, September 20th, which is four days away. The raid. The is raid. is the uh, alien stock that's happening oh out God. in uh, Nevada, Nevada at Area 51. I actually uh, looked at that. Guess how long it takes for here. We have to, If we drive from here to there, we have to guess how long it is. 53 hours. Oh, so it's just two days straight. 53, I think it said. Yeah. Something around there. 53 hours if you guys drive to Nevada. I'm not driving to Nevada. No. Uh, no um, so, Alien Stock is the replacement event for the Let's Raid Area 51. Because the dude well, didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> apparently, there was two not, guys everybody, just went in there. not everybody got the message that we're doing Alien Stock instead of Alien no. Raid. No, so, we're going to go raid the thing. Four yeah. days before the raid happened. Two geniuses decided to raid 
Area 51. Not really raid it. Well, they tried to break in. And they got chucked in the clink. Um, hang on. I want to bring up the article. Hey. Which I just laughed, laughed, laughed when I sent this to the tater earlier today. Spiritually says, I hope Ashton shows up. I still like I, I feel like I need to give her a reading. I found her the other day, but she never messaged me. Um, so Spirit, she's been going through uh, a whole rough time at home, and I wanted to give her her reading from Friday too. Um, I don't know if she will join us or not, but you know. What up, Danny? Um, did you ever say hello to Michaela? I did say hello to oh. Michaela. What do you mean, Michaela didn't work out? Tell me what you mean. I like a reading. Uh, we usually do that the second half of the show, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, people suck. And the spirit will only give you the message that's a, that's important or ready or that you're ready to receive at that point. So we will, we will definitely get to uh, readings here in just a little bit. Um, did you ever say hello to Danny? Danny, I did just say hi to Danny. I hear you. I'm sorry. Mind unleashed. Really? And this is what happens when you stand up for not even two minutes. Hang on, I'm trying to find these two geniuses that got thrown the clink. Come on, get, get down, get down, get, get down. Thank you for the likes, Harry and Danny. That's helpful. Appreciate it. All right, yeah. here. <clears throat> People are already getting arrested for storming Area 51. If convicted, they could face a maximum sentence up to six months in prison. Uh, the viral campaign to storm Area 51 was scheduled for September 20th. After months of controversy, the organizers decided to set up instead a festival called Alien Stock in the middle of the desert, where the Area 51 enthusiasts could gather in a safe and legal way. Unfortunately, locals in the small town of Rachel, Nevada, were not happy about the idea of thousands of curious idiots descending on their neighborhood. Idiots. Well, I mean, if you were initially going, if mm -hmm. are you are you good? Like, <laughs> yes. What are you doing? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. Thanks for telling. Me. Um, I I say they're idiots only because if you were initially going to raid Area 51 and you suddenly went, oh no, we're just gonna go for the festival. No, you're really going to raid Area 51, and you know. It didn't work out for them. We should do a haunted house one, like haunted house tips. Um, like that one, but I don't think that we get a lot of hits, though. Definitely well, we can certainly talk about haunted house stuff. Do you, have you, how many like, of you have visited a either an like active, inside, like, an active haunted of, house or a scare house, as they're called? Because I know, because, you know, they, a lot of people go in as the the person that, that purchased the ticket, but they're not knowing the person behind the mask. And how it got built and all that. Like, it'd be cool if we did like an informational breakdown podcast of how we did the haunted house and 
and how it started. And Oh, that's actually that. a good idea. So, yeah, <clears throat> just, like, see how he started and, like, seeing, seeing the different kind of, like, flipping the mask, basically. As you, instead of going in as a um, – That's a good name for it. Like a walker. Not really a walker, but, like, walking, like, through as a purchased – by like a ticket guy, not a ticket guy, like a customer, right? But being like on the other side of the counter, like like you're at a prescription store and you're and you're the is doctor. That yeah, However, that's good. Is muerte. <laughs> Welcome, Francesco. Um, so we uh, actually cool. manage we actually manage a paid yep. haunted house. Not really. We are responsible for the art gallery itself. Um. But we do a once-a-year fundraiser where we actually build um, a walkthrough, a scary walkthrough, um, basically from scratch, from the initial design all the way to the point of um, sending customers through uh, the logistics of all the above, ensuring the event. Um, those are all things that the Tater really enjoys talking about yeah. as well. So I think maybe we'll we'll um, do a new one called flipping the mask. Like, I, I, think I like flipping the mask. Flipping the mask. So we can talk about that. Okay. So I just wanted to do it so then because I know people like haunted houses and we're getting up into that kind of haunted house season, haunted hayrides, and all that is popping up. Yeah, there's a and, whole community about yeah, that kind of stuff. And people want to like, like Did you know, that? like if I was a uh, a purchaser of a ticket or a um. The right. consumer, so I would want to know, know the other side of this, like the like other side. How much wall. time and energy went into the right. effort of I the, know, the, the design? Like I want to know um, <clears throat> how they figured out the role, and I want to know how they how they got that makeup and how they did that blah blah blah. Like I I want to be that kind of person. Like if I was a consumer, I'd be like, how did they manage to do that? Well, maybe we'll start doing that as a haunted as a one hour a week. We'll talk through. Maybe we'll pick a different topic and we'll talk through that stuff. Um, Starting next week, yeah. Because then the following week, just do it only in October though. Like right. flipping we'll, the mask. Like we'll, do a certain tip every like. We'll do that stuff so. in October. And um, that'd be fun. We're actually going to start building some props. We actually have a whole can of Loctite foam. Um, like just we're actually going to start building some of the uh, paraphernalia that's going to go in the building. Yeah. Like how we were just talking about your Loctite. Like we could give them tips if they wanted to do it and all that. I think that'd be fun. So uh, so you guys, I think Rumus probably knows me the best. Um, I am an information junkie, and uh, I guess that's probably the best way to put it, right, PL? Information junkie? Yeah. Like Jeremy, Usually, thing two was literally doing French, and Jimmy picked it up like, on a snap of a second, and he literally responded. He's literally a jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a information junkie. So it's a matter of, you know, once you understand. Oui, oui, bonjour. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> See? <laughs> no. What? No. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> How are you? Come <laughs> on. Will we? Hola, como esta? También, y tú? Hola, Richard. Como esta? Stop. Um, I only know enough Spanish.
to know the curse words, how to order a beer, and <laughs> ask where the bathroom is. Oh, um, I'm trying to baño. That's the bathroom. Baño. <laughs> baño. Uh, if you're ordering a beer, dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> I remember. Hola, como es, that's, that's all I remember. Hola, and, como está? And, a C, a C. That's all. A C, a C, so, so, bitches. Yeah, right. Two beers. This is a, this is a non. Oh, so sorry, so sorry. I Shame on naughty, you. Naughty word. I'm so Shame sorry. Shame on you. 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 Shame on because when I'm going to the bar, I don't want to go back up a second time because I would rather not fight my way to the bar. So I always order two. Um, so we'll probably do that starting next week. Yeah. For, and we'll run that through the month Flip of October to give you guys some insight into what a not-for-profit haunted house looks like and some of the logistics and components. What up, Amber? Amber. Where is the biblioteca? That is, where is the dance club? I thought Biblioteca is the library. Is that what it is? Yeah, I thought that was a library. <laughs> yeah, library. I was right. Number one. Discoteca. Discoteca. Um, so, um, all right, JJ. <laughs> I'm already on to you. <laughs> If you come in here and start some stuff, you're just going to get the boot. No wonder why you can't find the club. <laughs> you ask for the library into the, the dance club. Well, that's why I'm always reading things. Uh, um, so you, It's funny how we went from, we're going to talk about flipping the mask, and then we go to Spanish. Well, I blame you. So, that yes, I, I am a knowledge junkie. Um, usually once I start learning, um, about a specific thing, I usually go all in and I must learn as much as humanly possible. Um, so haunting, I actually started, how many years ago was that now? A lot. 10, a 12 years ago. Yeah. Started doing the analysis like of, um, why do haunted houses set up a specific way? Like, like why do they make the rooms... Um, not square. Yeah. Why are the picture frames not hung straight? Right. Why, um, why so, is there that in the room? So there's why a whole science this? behind it, and there's a whole psychology behind it. They're set up that way on purpose, and we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. But this is an example of I just can't help myself. Once I get plugged into a topic, I feel like I should uh, have a working knowledge of that topic just because I can't help myself. So cash boxing, uh, and cash yeah, you boxing literally, literally and studying for two weeks before you even did your first episode. Yep, you literally studied. So I did homework, and then you were unsure of it. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. We're on the fence, and then you're like, Let's try it. Let's give it a go. And so we did. We pulled the trigger, and clearly, uh, you guys are enjoying the content. So we're going to continue to private. Drop it out there for you. Yep. So. We're, we're all going to behave ourselves. We're all going to be cast. respectful of each other. This is a G-rated show. We're going to make sure it stays that way. If you have a paranormal experience, and call JJ, in. if you call in and say a ghost raped you 
Oh my god, one of those Or <laughs> night. Um, uh, ghost keep stealing your pizza or some other nonsense. I'm not having it. Yep, we've had that before. Too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was either JJ or it was uh, Jack Bird, and I'm not having any of that tonight. No, it so. was no, no, no. It was that a Jeep voice that you said. I yeah, got raped by a, a ghost. It was Bro. tuna. I think you're right. Thanks Amber. for the champagne punches. That's helpful. So. If you guys have a uh, paranormal experience or a ghost experience that you want to share with us, we would love to hear those stories. We can share you some more stories about... um, (laughs) That's how I felt, Alvin, at the start. I'm like, whoa. What up, Alvin? I didn't see you sneak in here. You don't see him at the top of the list? Uh, I didn't see him walking around. I I didn't see it either. Do you think sleep paralysis is paranormal? Yes, because there's no scientific reason that when you wake up, you can't control your body. Right. Um, Is that why you wet your bed sometimes? uh, (laughs) Potentially, it could be why you would wet your bed. Yep. Yeah, Um, I believe it. They've actually tried to attribute sleep paralysis to a couple of different things scientifically. Um. The most recent uh, scientific article that I read around it was that the synapses in your brain, you had a mild um, seizure while you're sleeping that you're unaware of, and and your body hasn't reset enough to be able to plug it. Hang on, Michaela. There you be. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're We're great. great. Good. Yeah, I don't have any good ghost stories, but sleep paralysis really messed me up. It was crazy. I think we've talked about this before. I mean, sleep paralysis is, for those who don't know what sleep paralysis is, can you describe it? Um, well, I heard, so I heard it's different for everyone, but for me, it was like, just an experience where you you know you're awake like your eyes are open and you can see everything i didn't see like a ghost or i know people see things i didn't mm-hmm. see anything i just i m- my arms and legs were straight and i couldn't move them and i felt my mouth widening and i couldn't stop it like i my mouth just kept getting bigger and bigger and then all the, it was like Bam, and I just, I could move, and I was able to your close body, my mouth. Your, your, basically, your body woke up. Yeah, basically. And the, it ha- so it's actually interesting because I've never had it before, and it only started when I got a German exchange student, and she started talking about, I mean, she was terrible at English, but she was talking telling me about how she wants to like go out of her body while she sleeps like she wants to see her yeah she wants wants to to project yeah and I was like what are you I just thought she was like a weird German but I was like okay sure and she was just obsessed with this she was like I want to do it I've like always wanted to and I was like okay whatever and then then it started and it, ha- it happened for, like, a few days, like, right after the other. And it it got longer each time. I wasn't able to move for, like, it increased the time that I wasn't able to move. And it's awful. I literally thought there was something wrong with me. I was, like, going to go to the doctor. It was so weird. 
But yeah, yeah. it's just. And I have known people that have had that situation, and <sighs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Does that does the dog scare you, or no. what is, did no. somebody say hello? There was something right there in the doorway. I didn't see it. Okay, I'm that assuming is, that's why he jumped up. That was because now look, he's coming over to sit next to us. I'm <laughs> scared. That was really weird. I Hello caught there. it out of the corner of my eye. Hello there. That's weird. Hang on, you will get you dialed in in just a second, friend. Make our so, microphone static. No, no, let's joking. not invite things. I'm Don't just invite joking. things. That's bad juju. Oh my um, god. So first things first, Michaela. It is apparently is a common situation for the sleep paralysis to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it apparently happens to a lot of people, um, and they are not necessarily. Um, uh, have uh, have a medical condition. Are you just like I'm fidgety? Um, sorry. If you guys are hearing stuff bumping around, it's just me. I'm fidgety it's tonight, bad. and I can't help myself. So because um, you just came from the building, that's why I did. And do you need a fidget spinner? <laughs> <laughs> do I need the fidget spinner? That would probably be a good idea. Here we go get one. Um. So antibiotics can give you your Amber's right. Antibiotics can do it. <clears throat> so what it does is they have said in the scientific community is it's one of those situations where okay Amber, uh, oh thanks bud. Um, <laughs> so he brought me a fidget cube. Oh <laughs> nice. Um, that the receptors from the brain um, basically short themselves out because it. It is basically like a mini seizure in the lower half of your brain in the backside. I think it's closer to the medulla oblongata, uh, closer to the you know uh, motion control portion of your brain. Um, you have a seizure there, and what it does is it shorts out your ability to move. Now, yeah. there's lots of schools of thought on that, and some of them aren't scientific-based. The other thing... Now, if you were uh, a spiritualist or you had belief in the fact that something could influence you from a spiritual perspective, um, there's the potential that that could be the, the old saying goes that that is a spirit that is resting on your shadow. Yeah, that noise underneath the table. Um, and uh, a spirit resting on your shadow usually holds the shadow down and you're unable to move. And it leaves you in a spot where it's an uncomfortable thing. Um, and then once they move, they decide to let you go. Then you can um, move again. It just takes as long as it takes. Um, and then, you know, you can remove again. So um, so has it happened again since that person was with you? Or does it happen frequently? No, it's it. That happened in, like, high school, and it's never happened to me ever again. It happened for, like, a week every day, and I thought I was going insane. I thought, like, I don't even know. Like, no one, and I didn't know about sleep paralysis before this, so I was like, I'm actually going crazy. Like, I thought it was a dream, but then I, but as it progressed, I knew that it was going to happen, so I, like, so I like before I went to bed, I was like, okay, when it happens, I'm gonna like be there mentally and I'm gonna think about the details so I can like 
research what's happening. And, and, so, like, the, yep. and so the third day, I like counted how long it was taking. And I don't know why my mouth was opening. It was so weird. I don't even know. But after like seven days, it stopped. I've never had it since. Um, mm-hmm. um, so the person that was there with you, were they only there for that week or were they there for a summer? Like what's, what, how long were they there for? We were there for like six months, but then she stopped talking about going out of her body. I don't know. It's like once she stopped talking about it, it stopped. Hang on. Hang on, Amber. Um, (laughs) Hey, Amber. Um, So, Michaela, do you know if, if she, was she trying, was she invoking spirits? Would you know if she you know, potentially invoked a demon and you were unaware? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. She, she like, researched it. And, I mean, I know it's not, like, on purpose that she would do that. But there were, like, when she was talking about this, there were things, like, going on in the house. Like, one time we found handprints on the window and it didn't match anyone else. Michaela, can I ask you one question? Yes. Did she have any um, like jewelry handed down to her, or was there anything that she owned that she had been with I her for a long time? Because I have so much to go off in yours, and I don't want to take it But I'm not being crazy right now. Oh God! Something as simple as like a chest, an heirloom, anything like that can literally carry the heaviest, scariest impact on us. And yeah. if you're susceptible to it. You're going to get it first. Okay. So, let, Amber, I want to come back to that thought for just a second. So, if this person was doing research on astral projection, um, it could be that they invited something to help them try to achieve that mission. And I'm assuming yeah. they probably had their first out-of-body experience, and it scared the shiznits out of them, and they stopped asking for help. Yeah, she said it happened um, – she said it happened, but she didn't talk about it. She was just like, yeah, I did it, and I hated it. And, I mean, her her English barrier or whatever, but she just didn't talk about it a lot. And so we just kind of dropped it. But things started happening around the house, like the whole handprint thing. Like, there were handprints on the window, and they didn't match anyone else's in the house. So And then, and then when she stopped trying to do this, it all stopped. It all stopped, yes. Mm-hmm. So what I'm assuming is um, that would be a, a spiritually influenced situation. Um, she invited something to help her to try to do this thing that she asked it to do, and she did it, and then it asked for what she committed to pay for, said contract, and it, it could have been years off her life, and you were getting the spillover. Awesome. So... Um, I don't know if you are a spiritual person. Um, I am, yeah. Yes, what, I am. So I'm assuming after that, you, you probably went to church. And had, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. And you and you had a discussion with somebody and said, this is the scariest shit I've ever dealt with. It's too much. Yes. I, yeah, then, I didn't 
Because, well, at first I thought it was, like, psychological, and I thought it was just, like, me. But then, like, the whole ghost thing, like, when she started talking about it, I mean, I am spiritual, so it kind of, like, confused me. And I was a teenager, so it was, like, it was just crazy. But, like, yes, I am a spiritual person, so, Okay, yeah. so, um, this is where I would recommend, I'm, I'm assuming this was years ago. Right. Yeah. And you haven't had any further experiences since then? Um, not with sleep paralysis. Okay. So Here's what I'm going to tell you. If, yes. if you were susceptible to spillover energy um, as like a spillover kind of thing, yeah. Um, if you guys are waiting for card readings, we'll do them just in a little while. Um, if you are susceptible to that kind of energy, I would start to take some home precautions already. Um, yeah. I don't know if you are a um, – I'm assuming that you probably have recurring dreams. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I do. It's the same kind of dream. Yes. And, and I'm assuming that you bump into people that have passed or that you haven't met yet, and you're like, I don't know you, and how did you get here? Yes, and it's it's the same. I tell. Okay, this is so crazy. People in this chat know I've said this before. I have the same dream that I'm in. I'm either in a hostage hostage situation. I'm like gonna die. It's always involving a gun, and I. It's the same situation. Like I'm always in close to death. This is crazy. Okay, so here's uh, again. Here's what I had to do once I, I realized that this was going to be part of my, like, everyday makeup. <clears throat> first things first, you have to get yourself some protection. Um, uh, dream, if you don't have a dream catcher in your room, mm. it will help. Okay. And I don't really go down to Walmart and buy a dream catcher. No, yeah, I will probably like, do that anyway. <laughs> well, you can have one made. If you can have one made or actually make one with someone also, it, the impact, from what I understand, would be way better. Because it's put in with your own, like, your own thoughts, your own fears. All of that is there to protect you more against what you're making it with. Your fears are put into it and everything. So if you can get with somebody that knows what they're doing to make one or buy one, it's probably more from any other store. So your fears and all that are being built into it while you're designing it and building it. So I will tell you that my youngest was having nightmares right after this whole thing started for me. And I made him a dream catcher myself. Um, yeah. And it stopped. Yeah. yeah. And they sleep very easy now. Yeah. So uh, mm. I would say, I can give you my website, uh, my Facebook page. Um, yeah. so, and if you are interested, just tell me the colors that you'd be interested in, and I can, you know, put it together and ship one out to you. This is not me advertising for my business. This is genuinely, if you're interested, I will hook you up with a. Um, well, these these uh, things are traumatizing, so you're not pimping yourself out for your website, but it's serious when you have to have these dreams every night. It takes a tax on you more than you it think. Does, yeah. It does. Um, so I'm, are you going to put it in the chat? Yep. I'll, I'll put it down in the chat here in just a little while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fact that every animal in my house is in the kitchen is really Manny's interesting. Down here underneath my feet, 
but he's staying That's here, really and wild. the cat's are right here. All right, so um, so let's do that, Michaela. I'll post it down in the chat. Um, it's actually a Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash Jimmy's Paracord. Okay, Michaela, I was having these insane sleep paralyzed. My mom had this chest growing up. She bought it from a garage sale. I think I was five years old. I remember the day she bought this chest. And we moved yes. out of her house, and when we did... She used to run through her bedroom, and she almost ran through the glass door because she was actually having, like, she was feeling it. She was seeing things. She went for running. She was about to run through a glass door, but she tripped over the table, and it woke her up. And I didn't think any of it. I thought the house we lived in was haunted. I saw weird stuff happen in the house. I never rested easy. When I moved out of the house, I would have nothing bad would happen in the dream, but it was a nightmare. It was just me in that house alone with a nightmare. So we moved... When we moved into our new house, she put that chest in her garage. So that, that chest was in our garage for 10 years. Well, her and my stepdad separated, and she was like, well, I'm getting rid of this chest. I was like, no, Mom, you can't. You've had it my whole life. I loved it. So when I got my own house, I put it at the foot of my bed. I would wake up. I saw a man standing over me, skinny, long man, dark. It was so real. I even sat up and said, I thought it was my neighbor. I was like, Anthony? No, and it shook off. I was paralyzed. I couldn't reach for my mom for my phone for help. I couldn't go lay in my son's room. I was so paralyzed. It was so real. I sat up and said, like, it was so real that I tried to, like, relate it with a real person in my life. But I had a lot of anti because my mom was getting a divorce. So I took a lot of the family furniture that I didn't want to get rid of. And I feel like my mom was targeted by the furniture. I'm going to sound cheesy, but I'm being honest. She was the most susceptible and the most mature one in the family. So she was getting the brunt of this furniture. And then when I lived alone, I, I took all the furniture with me in my house. And then I felt like I was targeted. And I sold it all in a garage sale. And I felt bad I didn't give a disclaimer. I've never had sleep paralysis. I've never had a nightmare since I got rid of that furniture. Not one night, but they were the most intense. Every nightmare, I'd wake up so bad. I could I could identify it. I was sober. I could sit up. I could see it clear as a, a tar, like a tall, dark, skinny character man over my bed. Not close to me. And I brought up the antibiotics because when I was a kid and I was on antibiotics, I saw like a bull horseman and I did the research. It turned out, led to nightmares, blah, blah, blah. But. As soon as I got rid of that furniture, still to this day, I got rid of it about two and a half years ago. Nothing has happened in my dreams that real until my grandfather died. And when my grandfather died, he was talking to me every night and in all my dreams since he's passed away. I'm scared to look at him because I feel like it's not real. I'm like, no, you're gone. This isn't real. Like He's like, it's okay to look at me. It's okay to hug me. And so it's like, okay. And then I feel some real comfort. But in one of my specific dreams that I wanted to call and talk to Jimmy about was one night we were sitting on a fire. The night of his funeral, we had a celebration and the whole family was sitting on the fire pit that night. We we're all drinking beers, having fun, laughing, joking. You know, this is the biggest loss of my life. But one of my dreams soon after everything calmed down in my mind and in our lives, he, my papa was sitting in a chair and he was 30 years old. And he doesn't, he was not talking very much. All he said was, I'm happy and I'm okay. And my uncle committed suicide when I was nine. He was 23 years old, very brutal. He went and shot another woman and then he went and blew his own head off in the woods so bad. 
they wouldn't let the family look at his body. I was 11, he was 23. So our age gap, I had no idea what he was like as a teenager, nothing. And in this dream, I'm sitting with my grandfather and then he said, I've got someone that wants to talk to you. All of a sudden my uncle appears, but I know it's my uncle, it doesn't look like my uncle. It's about a 13 year old kid with long shaggy hair. Okay, so let's rewind for a second. So are you able to interact with him in that dream? All the time. I can ask questions. I can talk. I can. I feel like I can visit him and he can visit me. When I visit him, he doesn't say a lot. He's in his own world. But when he visits me, he's got a lot to say. So that could be that he is your protector and he's decided to stay around and ensure that you are safe and he's delivering you his own messages. The so that's not a scary thing. Is my, it's not scary, but it's paranormal and I feel crazy for talking about it. Well, so here's a point, Amber. First of all, thank you for joining us. Yes. I'm glad yes. you decided to join us tonight. Um, uh, first things first, uh, thanks you for being comfortable enough to share with us. Just like Mikhail, thanks for being comfortable enough to share with it's us. Super scary. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank it you. So sorry. Scary. I'm going to go. Thank you for all your help. You're welcome, Mikhail. If you want to stick around, we're going to do some readings here in a little while. You're welcome to stick around. Amber, so I'm, I'm interested to know, um, first of all, I don't want you to ever feel like um, you can't come on here and be in this chat room, in this cast. You can talk about spirits and ghosts, yeah. and there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of or be embarrassed about, and you're not crazy. And but you're just not, say it. It is very hard to admit these things out loud. Like, you uh, seem like yeah, a crazy I'm, person. I'm aware. I'm aware. Because believe me, there's nothing more uncomfortable than hearing a voice from a space when you know there's nobody in the room with you. That's... It's really my, uncomfortably weird. My grandmother talks about how the TV turns up on my grandfather's favorite show. And even I want to think she's crazy for that. But as soon as she told me that, my TV now will literally turn off. In the yeah, but of you said that you... Did you tell me that you you have a spirit that, that checks on your son? Yeah, since he was a little boy. My dad died when I was 11, and his other grandfather died before both of his grandfathers passed before he was born. And my grandfather was my dad since all of that. My papa passing isn't like just losing a grandparent. This is losing my parent, my person, my man in my life. Mm -hmm. But I, I think at least based – and I, you know what? I'll pull some cards for you here in a little bit, Amber – but I will tell you, um, just based on the feeling I'm getting right now talking to you in this way, uh, I really strongly feel like he's there to protect your son. My son has had two protectors. I feel like my dad's been protecting me and my son. I feel like my grandfather, my papa, he's here to protect my family through me. I yeah, feel like he's using me because I trust him and he trusts me. So he but came I, to I me to tell my family uh, everything's okay. Everything's I think your I think your dad is I think your dad is there to protect your son. Yes, my grandfather wants to protect my. He didn't want to die. I can't leave you girls behind. He was the last man standing in our family. He's like, mm -hmm. I can't leave my girls behind. Y'all are my girls. I can't yeah, leave I, you guys. He looked. I just at get a strong that. feeling like that your dad is there to protect him. Like honestly, yeah. there to protect your son. I just I get a strong feeling of that, and I think the last time we hit, we talked about this, I told you the same thing. I 
I know I know that your your granddad he comes around every once in a while when things are really wrong in your world and he's there. No, he just passed in February. No, no, no. I meant now. Yeah. Like I I'm a hundred percent sure that he has visited you. The craziest thing is I could I described my uncle to my aunt and she started crying before she could even say words. Because I was like, he has long, shaggy hair. I was like, did Jonathan ever have shaggy hair? Because I knew it was my Uncle Jonathan. And I, I asked her, I was like, did he ever have shaggy? I never told her that it was a teenager in my dream. I was like, did mm-hmm. Jonathan ever have shaggy hair? She started crying. And she said yes when he was a teenager. I was like, well, this was a teenager sitting in the chair. And he died about 15, 16 years, years ago, maybe almost 20 even. You lose track of time when you're a grown-up. You know how that stuff goes. Mm-hmm. But she started crying, and I never asked if he was a teenager. I just asked if he had long hair. And he threw up a peace sign, and he couldn't say much, but he didn't need to say anything. But then a living family member showed up in that same chair afterwards, and I felt like it was my grandfather telling me to tell my nanny it's okay to let go, that she's going to be okay because she's struggling. She's 98 years old. She's blind, or she's deaf, not blind. You know, so it's like, I felt like he was telling me to tell my nanny to deliver a message, but I've always been that ray of sunshine in my family that he trusts to give a message. I'm not going to get all hysterical about it. I'm not going to make a big deal. He came to me because he trusted me with a message. Mm-hmm. And spirits will trust the people they feel that they can trust the most with messages. So, so. that's that. But the fact that well. I, I didn't know my uncle Jonathan when he was a teenager and I never said anything about being a teenager and she just started crying. She was like, yes, She's his big sister. She's eight years older than him. She's like, when he was a teenager, he was crying. And all he did was pretty much waved at me. And he shot up a peace sign in my dream, specifically a peace sign, just Mm -hmm. to let everyone know he was okay. And my Mm -hmm. papa was speaking for him. He was like, always remember we love you, especially on your wedding day, that Heather loves you, which is my uncle's wife, that everyone blames for him committing suicide. Well, I appreciate that you're comfortable enough to call in and tell us that story. Well, I don't I don't want to take too much of your time. It just blows my mind that there's other people that it's hard to admit those things. You can't just talk about this stuff to people. No, no. It's 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 not a comfortable thing because people look at you differently if you say I've had a paranormal experience, I've had an experience with a spirit, or I've had a visitation from somebody that's passed away. When I go to my it, mom's house, a man com- or, the grandfather that owned the house before my mom's boyfriend, he, he was the, the house was in his will to get. So he committed suicide. When I go to that house, it's dead silent. They thought it was kind of superstitious to begin with. And then as soon as I go there, all of a sudden the floor starts creaking. Hold on. Sorry. My son's good job. But as soon as I get there, the floor starts creaking doors. start yeah. As soon as I get there, no one else. Just me. Right. My mom is because always been weary or eerie of the house, but when I get there, it acts up. And I heard a creak on the floor. And as soon as I stepped and touched the painting, I was like, the creak on the floor came from here. And I stepped on it. Goosebumps, hair raises. My mom got the same chill feeling, but only yeah. when I'm there. Right. It's- because the spirits have connected to you. And it's kind of creepy, but I'm comfortable with it. My mom's like, I want to move out of the house. I'm like, no. I'm not getting a violent story. And that night I had a stranger say that he was mad at his wife, but he wasn't mad at anyone else. And he wanted everyone else to know that he was sorry. He was just sorry. 
Yeah. And I woke up the morning and I told my mom that and I was like, she's like, she told me that I didn't know the details of that house until after I told her that. So the fact that I give people details first and then they tell me the story, it blows my mind. It sets me back. It makes me feel like a little bit of a weirdo. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't want you to feel like a weirdo. I know it feels uncomfortable, but you should never feel weird. Because that's but, a special connection. There are people There are people in this chat right now that would probably give their left arm to have that type of spiritual connection. I feel honored. I feel like my grandfather never really left me because the way he talks to me in my dreams. But there's nights where he's like, it's okay. Because it's like, I want to hug you. And he's like, well, why can't you hug me? I was like, because you're gone. He's like, I'm not gone. This hug is real and this hug matters. Yeah. Like, talk to me. I'm here for real. He's like, I'm not really gone. And he's adamant. But I feel like the nights where I visit him, he is, he doesn't know who I am. I had another dream to where he was 30 years. He was a hippie. He had the long hair. He built a whole dome house from the ground up. He wanted to build and I could give him, I was like, I didn't want to tell him who I was in the dream because he was talking to me as a friend. I was like, well, I'm actually, I'm your granddaughter. And I, if I could give you, I was giving him advice for his next life and I could give him advice. I was like, John, if I could, cause I was talking, I didn't want to call him Papa because he wouldn't knew, he wouldn't have known who I was. So in my mm -hmm. dream, I addressed him as John. I was like, John, if I could give you any advice, start sooner in your life and never underestimate yourself and you will never be disappointed in yourself. And that I woke up. These are not, these dreams are out of my control. My dreams are very vivid. Right. And, and they're very vivid. Sense. They're almost like you were, you were physically really there. Yes. I could see the kitchen. I remember that it was clean. I could, he was all excited. He was like, I'm going to build musical equipment. That's going to change the music industry. He was in his thirties in his time. And he, I was just a, a stranger in his house that he was welcoming over for the first time. And that's when I feel like I was visiting him. When he mm -hmm. visits me, he's the one telling me, it's okay, I'm really here. And he's got some stuff to tell me. And he's like, please, it's pretty much like a focus. You've got to understand. When I visit him, it's me just letting him, letting him yes. just blossom in his new venture and wherever he is at this point, whatever it is. It's not life. Right. In the next in the next evolution of his energy. Exactly. Yep. I get it. So I feel like that's kind of barren. But I'm going to hop off because I don't want to hug the line. But you and I could talk for hours about this. And if you want to. Oh, yeah. I love. If you're on uh, Facebook, we'll, we'll talk about it more personally and all that. I would love to do that. But I don't want to take away from anyone else that has anything else to share. Because this stuff is real. And when you have a safe place to talk about it, it, it is something special. It definitely is. So thanks for, thanks for, first of all, thanks for sharing again. We appreciate it. The fact that you're comfortable all enough to share with everybody is important. So. Well, you know me, I'm kind of a wild, I'm definitely a wild card in cast box, but you know, <laughs> I, I never disrespect your cast or anyone else's and I'm being genuine, not making fun of anything. And thank you for everything. I'm going to hop off. If y'all need me, I'm going to be right here, and I will talk to you soon about everything. Sounds good, Amber. Thanks so much. All right. So, Stephanie, can you do me a favor? I know you're still here. Um, can you call in, please? Uh, I'm I'm very interested to talk to you about your situation. Dad. She's back here, too. Oh, yeah, they're all here. Except for one. Shadow. 
At least I don't think Shadow's sitting around here. He probably is sitting in there with Mom. Mm-hmm. Might be trying to make sure they're safe. But this is craziness. One behind you. <laughs> Hello, young lady. <laughs> I can't hear you very well. You're breaking up a little bit. Weird. Stephanie, can you hang up and call right back in for me? Yeah. I'll try again. It sounds like something that's trying to talk. Yeah. Were you guys hearing that? Like somebody's trying to talk? It's still doing it. Hello? There you are. Like a man. I'm in a bit. Are you there, Stephanie? Yeah. I'm assuming you can't hear that feedback, can you? Can I try again? I'm not the only one to hear it. You can hear it, Stephanie? She can't. Hang on. I really don't like that one. So, Stephanie, there is something that is with you that's trying to talk over you. Honest to God, I'm it's twenty to three in the morning here. Um, it's quiet, I've just got the laptop off. I'm just a, there you are you guys. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it's like trying to get in, but I yeah. So Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm not the only one that feels. So let's do this, Stephanie. Go ahead and hang up. I'm gonna read cards for you right now, like right now. Andy, my That's how I just felt, like not even a minute ago. <sighs> I'm getting the chills. The line is so. Are you able to hear the feedback too, Stephanie? I can't hear you very well. I'm so sorry. that's in the background talking with Stephanie. Can you tell us who you are? 
It sounded like I got a, I have a message. I have a message for you. That's what I heard too. I'm, it's coming in waves. Yeah. It's coming in yeah. waves. I, I got it too? It's literally not true. I didn't hear the name. It's being recorded right now. Stephanie, if you can hear it at all. Stephanie, we're gonna hang up, friend. Hang on, just a, just a, just a minute for me, okay? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I Holy got, I got two rounds of sugar. Okay, I'm just trying to make sure what I heard is what you guys heard. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, uh, it definitely sounded like "I love you." And it was a male voice, and it was bass and treble. I have a message for you. Yeah, I'm gonna draw three cards for you, Stephanie, just because I feel like that has to be done right, like right now. Um, it was definitely a male voice. If it was a loop, it was a great loop because I kept hearing Stephanie mixed in. Yeah. Hang on, what did Amber say about the clothing, or was it spiritual? Did like a black, red, um, plaid shirt. That was her uncle. Um, are you, no, I thought she said, are you wearing, 
The long hair. The long hair. From the 70s. Which would be plaid. So the, the, the first card I pulled was Archangel Chamuel, which is about emotions of desire. It's in reverse. The card is reversed. It indicates a low abbot energy. So that's a sadness. It's a, a, a lack of purpose in your life right now. You may have been feeling fragmented, unable to rein in your scattered focus. If this is the case, it's time to become more centered and single-minded. You can choose to bring a greater sense of enthusiasm to your everyday life. Call on Chamuel to help you harness the power, gather up and direct your life force, and bring an attitude of enthusiasm to both your goal and daily life. The second card I pulled for you was the garden and the gate, um, which talks about um, prosperity and staying safe. Um, um, the card is upright. It talks about a woman who's who's basically contented to stay inside of a very safe um, garden. The fence is around it. Um, the choice to stay in this same secure, safe place. Were you, did you have a, excuse me. By the way, I also saw, um, no, Hang on. shadows in the middle of the living room, by the way. Hang on. Um, uh, I think it was Amber, but hang on a second. Hold on just a second. Um, Stephanie, were, were you and your um, fiancé, were you planning to move to a house house with big gardens? Were you, were you getting ready to move someplace where you could plant gardens and it has, it had, has, oh my God, I can't even talk. Um, had a, uh, a fence in the backyard. I don't feel like it's a, a, a wooden picket fence, but I don't think it's a metal fence. Um, but it's definitely a home that you are potentially going to move to at some point in the near future. Um, yeah. Amber messaged me over on Facebook, over on the Jimmy's Paracord page, um, and then you and I can exchange info, and I can give you a buzz. Yeah, 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 I'm with you, friend. Um, the last card I pulled for you is Hostilities in Reverse. Um, that's an ending of hostility. Um Shift in energies around you or even about you. The universe is supporting your own internal shift as well. Whether the aggressive action is ended due to external factors, the card bodes well for you in peace and harmony. Um, um, if you're on the telescope, uh, I'll actually install it here. You guys will just have to tell me what code to join. Um, be aware there's still some action for you to take. It may be better on the surface uh, that things are slowing down, but they're getting better. I actually feel nauseous. Uh-huh. Like my nose is... Stephanie, was he ill before he passed away? 
Like, did he have a stomach problem? Like, I didn't have a nose, stuffy did, nose until she got on the phone. Did, did he, um, did he, this is really sad for me to ask. Um, I'm not going to ask it. I'm not even going to worry about it. No? No, I'm not going to. It's a, that's a personal thing, the thing that I was going to ask. I don't feel comfortable asking it, so I'm not going to ask. Um, it, that's a, that's a very personal thing what what I was going to ask so I'm I'm definitely not going to ask it. Um Um the last card talks about hostilities ending and he's I, back in here. But I, I don't think that the hostilities whew, I'm hot and cold all at once. Yeah, I know she said it's okay to ask, but I don't feel right asking it. So uh, if uh, if I actually literally want to, I almost want to cry. Um, Don't cry. Um, Let's breathe. Uh, so, the hostilities card. Oh. Okay. Uh, Stephanie, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say I'm sorry for your loss. For the emotion that goes into this, the sadness that your family is going through and his family is going through. I'm just sorry, friend. I'm sorry. Uh, He hung himself. I'm assuming that they did an autopsy. Did he take pills as well? I mean, we're going to go, we're in for a penny. We're in for a pound at this point. I'm, I'm just really sorry that this is, that happened to your, to the people that you care about friend. Um, I just feel nauseous. I feel like my stomach doesn't feel well. Um, and I feel like it directly relates to the situation. Um, alcohol and cocaine in his stomach. Yeah. I, I feel that's why I think I feel like it's an unwell thing. So I feel like, I feel like genuinely the voice that was there, I don't know. Um, probably. Evil, evil I don't, I don't, right. I don't, I don't, that's not the energy I get. I, I feel like he's angry at himself for taking the, the blame the easy way out i'm going to air quote it um um the easy way out uh, i think he's angry at himself um hang on amber um hi friend let me unmute um you there shadow just meowed at nothing I'm here. I just, I just don't want y'all to think I'm taking anything from Stephanie. You're not. I have friend. a true feeling that Stephanie and I put together. My father and cocaine and alcohol. That two days Run after down. he died, Run he was down. scratching over me. And saying, I'm sorry, I left you this way. I'm so sorry, I left you this way. And he was. It looked like it was a motorcycle accident. 
And I don't want you to think, Stephanie, that I'm like, oh, this is about me. This is about me. No, I think it's about us. And I think that if you had any idea how sorry they can be when they want to come back, I don't know where I'm getting at. I guess now I'm all confused and mixed up. No, but my dad, I was, I was 11 years old and it was a week after he died and he died in his sleep face down in a pillow, cocaine, Vicodin, alcohol, all that in his system. Um, about a week, maybe it was before his funeral. It looked like he was a motorcycle. And all I kept saying, I'm so sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to leave you like this. Please forgive me. I would never leave you like this. Like, please fucking forgive me. And so when you talk about that with Stephanie and I put together and then with Stephanie calling in and all of that happening, I just think it's too much, too much for in common. I don't know why I'm even calling in to talk about it. I just because, felt like because, because the energy inside you told you you should call in because that's a con, that's an energy share between you and Stephanie. It's a it's common just, thread. We may have the same people with each other at the same time right now. Mm-hmm. Try twice and lay on the grass and pass there. I'm gonna hop off though. I just wanted to share right. that too much to put in comments, and I don't want it. I don't want anything to be like, oh, this is me, but like, this is too much close. That's to a lot me. Of- Everything y'all are saying is me too. The plaid shirt. If I could send you pictures of my papa, the happiest picture of him is him mixing cement in a plaid shirt with his kids as kids. He yep. built it in the 70s. So I'm going to. All right. Okay. Just, so I'm going to tell you. There's a whole lot of energy just bouncing around, and I'm I am just trying to pause for a second and collect myself. Um, yeah, like for me, I never get goosebumps, and that was like one of the rarest times I got goosebumps. Okay, so um, Stephanie, I I think the cards were trying to tell us. Uh, no, no, don't be sorry, friend. Um, the card, the message that I'm getting from the cards and the, the message that we're getting from, um, from your call in, uh, I'm just of a firm belief that the, the message for you is that for him, the hostilities are done. He's, he's beyond that in his energy. Now, um, I would, um, uh, I would, I would think that he's trying to tell you that it's time for you to um, think about um, the positive and not focus on the sadness that is, that is his passing. Um, Sorry. I'm super scattered right now. Like super scattered right now. I'm going to have to take a second and get up and move around for a second. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get my brain in the right place to move on. Um, all right, evil. Thanks for joining us, friend. Come on back next Monday. We'll get you a reading. All right. Yeah. Um, Stephanie up. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that, you know, uh, my heart, my, it goes out to you. Um, if you ever need to talk, you can, um, you're always welcome to come in here and talk with us about it. Um, I mean, the cards are clearly telling us that, uh, sure, Jamie, give us just a couple of minutes, friend. Um, I think there was a couple of folks who asked before, 
and I want to get to them first um, if they're still with us because uh, I want to make sure that if we can get through them, we, we can get through it as efficiently as possible. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, I would tell you, Steph, that um, the energy is definitely telling us that um, I know it's really new and raw that um, that he's passed, but he's, yeah. he's clearly telling you that he's um, the hostilities in his mind are are past. Um, yeah, I, I get the I get the same feeling spirit. Um, um, you're always welcome to come here, Steph. And, and if he can, can make the connection from you to me, um, I'll gladly try to pull a deeper reading for you next time. Um, we can do the big read, the, the Celtic cross. Um, I don't know, um, what flavor of religion you are. So I guess I just want to, um, be sensitive to your beliefs um, but I would be willing to do a big read for you um, and see if I can get draw out what of whatever other messages I can pull for you. Okay. Um, so here's an interesting step. Uh, I get the same feeling. I get the feeling that this is a male figure. I, I don't know if if it's your fiance or not. They're definitely trying to communicate a message. Um, and I think that Amber and Steph's energy are definitely mixed. Um, I, I, that's at least what I'm feeling because there's so many commonalities between the two. Um, if he was Christian, maybe the Celtic cross would draw him to us and we could do a deeper read for you. So I would definitely be willing to do that for you next Monday. So. But I'm going to, but I'm going to make you come back here and have a conversation with me and we'll talk about it and we'll draw the cards for you. Okay. In the meantime, my heart goes out to you and yours and I'm, I'm genuinely um, really sorry. hoping that, you know, that you can continue to move through the, the sadness that's in your world right now. Get down. So, okay. We got love for you, Steph. We're here. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do what we can. Whew. Okay. Okay. So the fact that I'm pretty sure I saw a spirit in my house and every animal in my house is, is literally right is now. Every, is yeah. as close to when, us as they can physically get. When we were on the phone, all of them were literally right on top of us. Like, they were not leaving our side. And when I was just standing over there, it felt like something touched my head. But I wasn't sure that if it was just a spirit or could it just better breeze. I'm not well, there's no breeze. Right. Can't be a breeze in the house. So. Right. It felt like, like this. Like yeah. a slight little tap. little tap. All right. So, I think Michaela was first. 
Amber, I don't think you're full of shit, friend. And I'll say shit because tonight's just a little wild. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, I don't know if it's the second half of the full moon that's That's just kicking in finally. Just just feeding the energy into the room. Um, Things follow us too. (laughs) Yeah. They especially like to mess with the tater. So. Yep. Like, so we're gonna... <sighs> Amber, you just have to be careful. If you leave that door open for too long, you could draw in something that is not quite as friendly as your pawpaw. Honestly. The, we should tell our friend, our people on here, that did you know that Spirit sells tarot cards? That's crazy. Were you surprised that Spirit sells them. I was surprised. Yeah, same here. I'm like, no, what? I mean, honestly, tarot isn't that much different, but I no. definitely get a different vibe from tarot cards than I do from the oracle cards. So, yeah. Spiritually, is definitely plugged into tarot cards. Nothing. All right, Michaela. Let's see what we get this time, friend. Oh, so Michaela, your friend changed his mind. The thinking man in reverse. Mm-hmm. Last time we did her reading, the thinking man was upright. So the first card is uh, Michael. And he's stability and security. And he is the first card I drew for you last time as well. And this is a stable, secure time for you. Your energy is in the right place. It is it is a good thing for you. The last time I pulled the cards for you, the thinking man was in the upright position. The envy card was in the upright position, I think. I'd have to pull the recording. Um, but I'm pretty sure that that was how that was laid out. Uh, the thinking man is in reverse now which tells me that that the thinking man is potentially trying to use his influence on you. Um, A male authority that's not acting in your best interest. Uh, This card reverses more about you than others. The card indicates such as a learning growth or actually part of your own path. You may be destined to be uh, a healer of some sort. Your soul longs to serve in this capacity. Uh, It's time to break through and move in this direction now. Uh, remember what you learn during your own growth, you'll be able to share with others and adding your own compassion and profound personal wisdom. Um, the envy card in reverse talks about you're no longer envious of dissatisfaction. So I'm assuming that you found out some information about this person that you were going to go and visit long distance. Um, there was the journey card for you last time. Uh, but the envy card was, I'm pretty sure was, uh, in the mix, um, uh, so you were thinking about, you know, taking a long distance trip, the envy card, uh, seems like you're satisfied with the fact that you didn't end up there. You're no longer envious of the location you would potentially be going to, uh, 
and that you have grown based on those decisions. Um, the thinking man in reverse tells me that the man that was potentially the reason you were taking the journey tells me that uh, that either they changed their mind for uh, an internal reason or they outright decided they didn't want you to come for their own personal reason. Um, but again, uh, the Archangel Michael card tells me that the stability, the strength that you have inside uh, is is probably best to draw on now. So. But I'm interested to see. Hang on. I'm assuming that there is a potential for a new love interest coming your way. Maybe somebody that was originally a close friend that would potentially be a love interest down the road. Um, there's a lot of men for you, Michaela. Tater, did you see this? No. Come here. So the thinking man was in reverse for you. But I have a man holding a heart and a man holding a coin, and you may may have to make a decision between the two of them. Hmm. You right. Wasn't you talking about earlier about going to visit a guy, right? And um, like an '80s haircut or '70s. Oh, haircut the with '70s haircut hair? with long hair. Right. Who said that with the '70s haircut? Amber was saying that, but I mean, the men here are all. Wearing, having long they hair. They all have long hair. So. Uh, I'm sorry, I just connected the dots. I'm so, like, long hair, wait a minute. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it, if that one didn't work out for you, Michaela, I would tell you that there is definitely something in the distance for you. It's probably not right away, but it's definitely something good in the distance. And you'll actually be able to have a choice. Somebody will actually bring you emotional support, and somebody will be potentially a financial gain for you. So, and they might be the same person. But I think the reason the, 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 the spirits are definitely telling me that your trip was was postponed, delayed, canceled, because it wasn't meant to be the place that you were going to end up. I'm sorry. So, maybe that works out for the better for you. It probably hurts right now, but I would say that's probably an okay thing. All right, who said they wanted to go next? I'm just looking through my list. Um, all right, Harry, hang on. I think I'm missing some of the story, but I think that's all right. 
Yeah, Jimmy doesn't know that. Whatever it is, I don't know. So, um, whatever. Oh, really? Ugh. Hmm. Really what? Hmm. Hey, Harry, um, the first card I pulled for you is the door to romance, but it's in reverse. So that means you've made a recent change in your world where you've denied yourself a romantic interest. The card indicates a delay or disappointment where love is concerned. In present relationship, it could be a sign of a distance or separation. For some, the door to love may seem to have shut itself for a long time, but the universe is always in a state of flux or flow. Knowing this, you can work on making changes in your daily life that will bring life, love into your life. Remember to make yourself and your own happiness a priority. Encourage yourself and always acknowledge how valuable and deserving you are of receiving your own love and that of others. Such choices in your attitude and self-treatment will shift any old energy or of self-dismissal, changing your core consciousness that you all you attract. Tell the universe that you are ready for love and you're finally willing to give it to yourself. <laughs> uh, the next card I pulled for you is the journey card. So, Harry, are you taking a trip soon? And it could be not necessarily a, a physical trip. It could be a, an emotional trip. But it could be a trip, physical trip. Um, it is upright, and it talks about pack your bags. Seems like a very interesting card that I pulled for Michaela last time. Uh, it may be as simple as a vacation retreat or class or even a work-related trip. This could also signal a move of residence or a job location. The upright position indicates the plan should go off without a hitch. Still be clear about your motivations and mindful of logistics. All of life is a journey. The last card I pulled for you is the door to spirit, which I have not pulled very often. Um, it talks about new beginnings. The card reversed. Uh, you may feel an extreme disconnect from everybody. It seems your intuition is failing. And you can't maintain the peaceful moments you're longing for. You may be distracted by worldly matters or personal problems to arrive and enjoy the deeper sense of spiritual connection. The paradox is that the more you let go of drama, distractions, or intense emotions, the more your spiritual peace will bring you solutions to these issues. So relax. Let go. Meditate on your soul self and your higher self that resides in your heart center. Allow the connections to grow and you'll find that many new doors will open as a result. Are you heading upstairs? No. Not yet. I, I have a Jeremy. Oh, okay. So um it's interesting. Interesting what? They walk away. I think that they, they failed to tell us at the beginning is that perhaps that Michaela and Harry were semi potentially romantically involved and she was going to go visit um, Harry overseas, but those plans changed. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> potentially. Um, no, I did not know. 
So interesting. Uh, yeah. I, see, again, you guys, I, I don't frequent other too many other casts. Like, Hannah and I hang out on my ride in um, to work on some mornings. But that's it for the most part. Um, well, the insight for the cards, it doesn't really uh, give us too much other than Harry's potentially going to take a journey. And perhaps it's time for him to look internally to see if that was uh, if that is a good journey or a bad journey. But clearly, until you can start figuring stuff out for yourself, you're definitely not going to find the romance that you've been seeking. So. So I would, I would just, you know, uh, pause and do that whole internal look in. Uh, on yourself and make some good decisions there. So I, I would find that focus. It might be good for you. All right, so Amber is next. I think it was who we said we would do next. Yeah. I'm going to try and move a little faster because we're running out of daylight Daylight on this podcast. We've got about 20 minutes less, and I'm trying to get through pretty quick. Thank you. Dragon. It looks like fingers. Oh, you thought it was fingers? <laughs> Interesting. Um, literally everybody else raids it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Amber, the first card I pulled for you is the Door to Spirit card again. Interesting that that I just shuffled the deck like five times. And that would be the first card that will pop out for you. Um, however, the card for you is in the upright. The door opens to expansive energetic realm where new beginnings originate. The orbs of light. What's interesting is you say that you keep having spiritual connections at your with you. Um, the fact that most spirits are represented by orbs of energy is interesting. Um... The orbs guide you through the clouds of the earthly world, leading you to a deeper understanding of your eternal identity, the source of true value and power. Uh, the door opens to a truly unlimited potential for the changes that happen here will reach deep into the core of your being. As such, the card heralds your increasing powers of the spiritual arts and deepening your connection with the spiritual world. Don't be surprised if you find yourself becoming more intuitive, more aware of spirit's presence, or more powerful in your own healing practices. Um, now is the time to open up the unexpected guidance, the inspiration of spirit, and the magic and power of your true identity. Thank you. Giggling about about socks? 
Yeah. Hi, Socks. How are you, friend? Thank you, Socks. The next card I pulled for you, Amber, is the woman with the heart. Um, in the upright position, uh, the card shows a woman holding a big, beautiful heart in her hands. This woman upright could be uh, a reflection of your own state of peaceful emotion and receptivity for love, or it might be a message that your family issues are going to resolve. You're an intuitive woman who brings emotions to life, and you're bringing awareness to all that you do. The card upright could also indicate the presence of a female friend, teacher, or confidant who's here to help with issues of love, family, or emotion. This is, this is an even-tempered and caring person who resonates with you and your emotions. Uh, the last card I pulled for you is uh, Archangel Raphael. And they talk about love, compassion, and self-acceptance. Um, Raphael in reverse indicates some blocks in the flow of your heart energy. Perhaps it's an old sense of abandonment or grief of a broken heart lingering from a long past event. Whether it's recent or not, this energy stops you from caring for yourself and attracting love and self-healing from others. It can create an undercurrent of unhappiness that's permeates your life. It's time to heal the old stuck stuff and move on. Don't bypass the pain and pretend it doesn't exist. Instead, write it in a journal or release it with intention to be clear, happy, and self-loving. Meditate on increasing the light in your center. Call on Raphael to help you with healing and clarity. Love yourself and give yourself the approval you used to that you used to need from others. The healing will take place and happiness will return. So, um, I mean, when you start with, I know I sound crazy or I know I sound weird. I know I sound um, fill in the blank. Um, tonight I'm using the same deck spiritually. I'm, I'm just using my energy oracle cards, the Sandra Taylor deck. Um, I really, the, this deck and I are uh, definitely plugged into each other. Um I would uh, recommend that there is some emotional situation that you're still dealing with. It's probably something that you think about on a frequent basis where I would, you know, tell you that you should um, deal with that situation and allow yourself to grow past it. You are definitely um, a strong woman. Um, I think the woman with the heart, is definitely you and I think that you show everybody else that heart and you kind of suffer in silence so I would tell you that it's time to pause let let yourself let you look at yourself the way your son looks at you and I think you'll be in a good spot because, I saw that it's Alvin's birthday because children look at us in a way that is more love than you could possibly imagine so, even when they're teenagers. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Who is next? By the way, Amber, we love you, friend. It is Alvin's birthday. Happy, oh happy goodness. birthday to you, to yeah. you. Happy, happy yeah, birthday like, to you. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday. Who is next after Amber? Somebody's got to tell me who is next. Yesterday. <laughs> Who's yesterday? 
Well, we didn't have a podcast yesterday, so you can wish him a happy birthday today. Richard, you're next, friendo. Rich. It can be about whatever question you want, Richard. Think about your question while we shuffle, and I'll give you the cards. Hey, Hannah, how are you, friend? I was just talking about you. Yeah, this is Jimmy from the I'm Not Sorry podcast, and I definitely tune into your radio show in the morning. Wow. Okay. What? Interesting. Um, so Richard's question was about after school. Um, I'm going to hope that that's what this message is for. Yeah, Amber, um, you know what? Let me download, tele is it Telescope? What's what's the app that you guys use to talk about off-cast? Telegram. Let me get that installing. Write this down. <laughs> um, so for Richard, uh, the first card I pulled for you is, uh, what in the world is going on around here tonight? Um, the card vibrates with a beautiful angel Ariel. She spend, sends uh, bright orange energy promoting creativity and greater comfort and, and intimacy. When the card is upright, which it is for you, it's urging you to be creative. Let yourself reach out to unexplored areas of self-expression mm -hmm. with new projects that may have more creative approach. This is time when energies of closeness with others and nurturing yourself can flow more freely. You can now open yourself to the emotional intimacy that may be coming your way. So nurture yourself and be ready to receive the affection and camaraderie of resonant souls around you. So, I mean, you're probably going to be in uh, an art type, you said to your point. Um, now, the next card I pulled for you is the Door to Spirit, which really, I'm really weirded out by the fact that that's like the third time I've pulled that tonight. Or I wonder if that's Spirit trying to get make a connection to me um the card is in reverse you may find yourself feeling an extreme disconnect like your intuition is failing you uh you may be distracted by worldly matters or personal problems and arrive to arrive at and enjoy the deeper sense of your connection the paradox is the more you let go of drama distraction intense emotions the more your spiritual peace will bring you solutions for these issues hmm so that means less drama on cast box will bring you peace and happiness richard and allow you to be more creative so let go. Meditate on your soul self, your higher self that resides in your own heart center. Allow that connection to grow, and you'll find many new doors that open as well. What's interesting is that 
the last thing this says is allowing new connections to grow and you'll find many do, new doors open. Um, talks to the next card. I didn't say get off CastBox. I said maybe some less time on CastBox. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding because I wouldn't tell anybody to do whatever, but I'm, I'm being mostly facetious. Uh, the last card I pulled for you is the um, Adjacent Possibilities card. Uh, it is upright, and it talks about sometimes the force of habit keeps you stuck and unaware of potentially healthy and happy choices at hand. Yet every moment gives you the option to select a different door and take a different course, whether it's uh, your thoughts, behaviors, or major life decisions. Um, unlike the indecision card, which talks about confusion and, and vacillation about which course to take, this card is here to tell you that you have many options and it's time to take a wider look at things. As you consider the many life choices available, you'll feel more and more empowered and motivated to take, make decisions that bring happiness, strength, and forward motion. In terms of your goals, this card could indicate unknown and unconsidered ideas. Perhaps there's a marketing tool that you haven't thought about a connection you haven't tapped on, or even an in entirely different direction that you would be more suited to. Be conscious, be aware, and flexible, and willing to take new and different action now. So maybe it's not that the, the art major in your life that you need to think about, but maybe the medium in which you use for your art would be a good option to change. Like if the art thing that you are working on um, makes you lean, like, by nature makes you lean towards a specific medium. Say, you know, you really enjoy painting more than anything else and you like oil. Perhaps it's time to pause. Maybe you try uh, watercolors or maybe you're looking for like a pour technique or, you know, something, something that would um, engage that secondary portion of your brain. Maybe it's time you look at a different medium entirely maybe you're really a sculptor and you haven't given yourself a chance. Um, I would, I would explore all those options. If you're an art major, um, but the cards definitely talk about, you know, new beginnings, fresh beginnings. Um, the door to spirituality is all about your creative side. So you'll have to focus on finding the medium, the adjacent possibility, the changes to what you do on a, on a daily basis to see if you can find that new thing that reignites that passion for you. Okay. We, we could get some, some nude paintings going on. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Well, we only have 10, not even. We got nine minutes. Or not really nine minutes. We only have a couple more minutes because we want to end early. So then it can get saved. It, and then we can watch and we can listen again and see if we heard. We can double check on Stephanie's little magical thing that happened earlier. See if you can hear it again through the or in the replay. Okay, got the you gotta go. Yeah, I know. I know. Alright. 
Tuna, let me get you hooked up, friend. Um, where did Amber go? She told me to write this. Write this down. Uh, uh, huh? How do I do that? New one. No? 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 What are you doing? I'm just trying to... Add a new message? Yeah. Click the add button. I did. Add button. Oh. No, the whole theory was I shouldn't have to add a phone number. There she is. Okay. So, now we can get back to this. All right. Everybody's leaving? Aw. Bye, everybody. Yeah, that is late. We're going to do Tina's reading for them really fast. Bro, what are you doing? Did something get you? You have across the teeth like Ninja Warrior. <laughs> you all peacing out on us? Hope not. Gotta get finished up because the tater's gotta go to bed. He's got school in the morning. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I gotta dress up with a vine. Yay. Oh, I should literally. Oh, that'd be funny. Somebody actually comes in dressed up as vines. With vines wrapped around them. So, sociopath tuna. What would Aries do if he was forced to do this cast with you? He would fall piss, asleep. He would piss and moan and. Complain the entire time. And he would literally and he would, sleep. He would probably call me a big fat liar. Because that's how he rolls. And probably he would sleep. He would sleep. Uh, so, so Tuna, the first card I pulled for you is the um, appreciation card. All right, Richard. Good night, friend. Um, good night, Richard. Try checking out some clay, Richard. See if that helps. Do some sculpting. Uh, the appreciation card reverse is a warning that you're missing out on some important opportunities. Uh, lost some sense of gratitude and have gotten caught up in prickly brambles of negativity, possibly even despair. Stop focusing on what you don't have, even if it seems like a lot. Instead, find something to appreciate about yourself and your life. Uh, choose to focus on little things with gratitude and acknowledgement. Your refusal to appreciate even the small pleasures will keep them to drop from your hands and keep you stuck in some of your problem patterns, causing you to limit you lack even more. Let go of the negative focus and spend time every day acknowledging that you have much to be grateful for. Remember, the more you appreciate your life, the more your life will appreciate and value. Uh... The next card I pull for you is the Healer of Ages. Uh, the card is in reverse. Sounds like you've got a lot of stuff going on there, Tuna. 
the card reverse indicates you've been feeling extremely out of sorts upside down or even out of sorts or even upside down in most of your own life. You may be in the middle of a physical problem or just feeling as though you're losing mm -hmm. energy, but the card is telling you there are even deeper levels of healing that need to be addressed. Take time to regroup, putting your own healing first. Um, when you're facing mental, emotional, physical, or even addictive patterns, call on the healer to bring his energy to the issues mm -hmm. you're working on. Quiet your mind and feel his vibration. Um, bringing you warmth and healing light, clearing away dark or hurt space. Repeat the meditation and be patient, yet also know that divine love can heal you in the blink of an eye, in the blink of a belief. The last card I pulled for you is the attachment card. Um, an attachment in reverse is usually um, the release of something negative. Um, attachment is perceived need and the choice to let go. Um, the card reversed is a wonderful indicator that an old negative pattern, relationship, or desperate attitude is being released. As you continue to let go, you'll be able to establish new ways of doing things and relating to others. The universe wants to congratulate you on your new healthy approach, but be sure to support the changes you're making to continue to uh, release them. Uh, some patterns can be deeply encoded, and you may need to continue releasing old habits while honoring new decisions in your thoughts, actions, interactions with others. So you just quit smoking. Um, I'm assuming it's part of Bub's uh, community challenge. Um, I think it's interesting. If you're trying to quit smoking, you're probably feeling like, oh, well, congratulations to you. Good for oh, you. Um, good night, Stephanie. We'll see you next Monday, friend. Um, if you want to message me on, um, we should on, create a paranormal Facebook. Yeah, we'll probably chat. have to create a paranormal chat. Yeah. Um, just so you guys can message us uh, offline and not feel like you're obligated. Obligated to share with everybody. Um. But the appreciation card indicates that you're feeling underappreciated and the fact that you're making those efforts isn't being recognized. Um, the healer of the ages card is probably your body going through withdrawal and struggling with um, the things that you feel like you're not achieving what you really want to achieve. But the attachment card is really probably you breaking out of that negative habit of smoking or um a negative relationship i'm assuming that you have a grouping of friends and you probably all spend time smoking um so it probably feels like that attachment is also breaking at the same time um so i would um continue on the path you're on and i think you'll be as long as you focus on the positive you'll be fine the tater is doing the wave at me, guys. We're going to wrap up for the night. So just so it's safe so we can do the, so that we can go through again, re-listen to that audio. Oh, we want to listen to Stephanie's yes. audio. Yes. So, all right. So, so, so we if we didn't get to a reading tonight and you want a reading, make sure you follow uh, us. We're Actually, I can go create a Facebook page for us. Yeah, we got um, it. So, uh, all right. that's the tater. That's me. I'm Jimmy.
We'll catch you guys next week on Monday, 8.30-ish. And always stay weird. Keep it weird. And we'll catch you guys next time. Deuces. Peace.